Today's episode of Real Talk Christian Podcast is sponsored by the Christian Standard Bible. The goal of the CSB is to be faithful to the original languages without sacrificing clarity, all while maintaining both accuracy and readability. With the beautiful designs and multiple study Bible options, everyone from adults to teens and even children can find a CSB Bible that they enjoy. Learn more at csbible.com. Again, that's csbible.com. Hi, friends. Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations about faith, culture, and society. I'm your host, Chris Fuller. And this is Mark Hyde. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about Christianity behind the screen. What does it mean to be a Christian in today's social media society? Mark, you ready to go? Not really, because I love social media, but I guess we got to do it, huh? Well, let's go. (laughs) Let's go. We're back digital, my friend. We are digital. We're going to talk about digital. I look up and your face is like (laughs) to the camera and it threw me off. I'm like, why are you, why are you so close? Well, I know our, our listeners are probably going to be all thrown (laughs) off because I was trying to do like a whole Mr. Rogers intro. So I got real close and I wanted to be like, hi friends. Welcome to my neighborhood. (laughs) Okay. So, um, I, I, I don't, I think you know this. We have a nanny for, for the kids now, so I can work in the morning while Bess at the school. It's, it's Gab, you know, good old Gab. Right. And yeah. she just learned about Daniel Tiger this morning. She never knew about Daniel Tiger? I don't think so. She's like, when this you is... feel so mad that you want to roar, take a deep, deep breath. breath. And count. And count to four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the other one that I would do with Elliot? Um, oh, it's time to sleep. The day is done. Yep. Right. Let's count down to like that's it, man. Daniel Tiger, man. When you have kids, that's what you watch and listen to. See, I feel like though, if the world would just watch Daniel Tiger, the world would be a better place. Like adults need to watch Daniel Tiger learn how to interact with each other, specifically exactly. on social media. So I think it's a great segue. All, all kids should grow up watching Daniel Tiger. Yep, I agree. And then once you hit teenage years and adulthood, you should watch nothing but Mister Rogers. And we, this world would be a better place. To, to be honest with you, though, I was not actually a big Mister Rogers fan growing up. Like, <laughs> wow, that was that was a crazy sound. Like my grandma would put it on. Like, and we didn't really do Sesame Street either. I did 1993, the year in sports, over and over and over. What is wrong? With we did a you? lot of Barney. I'll ask my mom about the other shows we watched because I only remember Barney and like. No wonder why my dad. Gen Z has warped your mind so much. <laughs> well, my brother. I mean, now okay. When Steve came out with that 25th anniversary of Blue's Clues, his little like, I never forgot you. I was like, He's like, look at look at you, look at all you've accomplished. All, and I was, I've seen, I've seen so many memes. It's like people are like peanut butter all over the face. I'm like, that's me. That's Carl. <laughs> that's Carl. Or like my favorite one was like this dude who's like covered in pizza sauce and he's eating his pizza. He's like, me. Somebody put that up with a picture of Steve saying that, and then a picture of Fat Thor. And oh I was like, no! That, that's awesome. <laughs> were you a Blue's Clues kid though, growing up? Like, like, were you one of those? So I'm trying to remember when. So it came out, and when did it come out? It wasn't 2001. Well, it was 25 years ago. So yeah, 97. So I was like six. I was like, so I, was, I was like five or six. I was like, yeah, I think. I mean, I remember watching it, but I thought my brother, my little brother, is four years younger than me, was yes. more into it than I was. Yep, my brothers were too. Uh, but it's funny now because now my son is all about Josh and Blue's Clues and Magenta and um, that's his birthday theme basically. <laughs> Wait, Mouse is it really? This year. Yeah, he loves Blue's Clues. So it's it's kind of cool to see that all these years later, you know, I grew up with Blue's Clues and now he's watching Blue's Clues with Josh. I never liked Joe. Is that bad to say? I, I like Steve. Uh, like Steve's Josh, the OG, but, I, but, but, that, but that's the difference between like Steve's the OG and then the replacement. Like... The new yeah. guy's two steps removed, so he's not trying to replace Steve. But this right. new guy, he's energetic as crap. I love Josh. He's he's fantastic. But Steve is still my favorite. He but, will always oh, say. my goodness, it, though, it, dude. It touched me in the feels, man, when he came on. He's like, I'm sorry I left for college so abruptly. So abruptly. Yeah. 
it kept it kept me uh, moving forward and doing the things that I needed to do. And guess what? I, everything I learned from my time with you helped me and has continued to help me today. And look at you and all of you have accomplished. And I'm like, dang, dude. Did you just quote stuff. that? Did Did you just quote his speech? I paraphrased it, but yeah, basically. I mean, it was good. It was a good speech. I was like, dang, I wish RTC would have thought of that speech. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. I mean, it, it was pretty dope. Now, okay, I tried to watch Blues Clues with the kids, and I tried watching Go Diego Go and Dora the Explorer, and there's just something about the low quality, you know, square four by three like resolution rather than like you know the 1920 by 1080 that I'm like. I can't handle this, guys. Like, this was great TV back in the day, but, I mean, your boy's going to watch Zaboomafu. My kids know who Zaboomafu is. Like, you got to watch it. Like, like, we go to the zoo, and it's not, oh, there's the ling- lemur. Oh, look, there's King Julian. No, it's, hey, look, Dad, I see Zaboomafu. Like that, oh, it's King Julian. Like, that, that's where it's at. I'm King Julian. Now, I will oh, say, the, 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 the I like to move Julian. it, move it dance that is really hot right now on TikTok, the... Like, I'm, I'm here for it, man. I am here for it. Well, dude, we are back remote again. Uh, we are. I, let me ask, because I was thinking about this when I was going out and getting more water before, between uh, recordings. Was the last time we were remote, was that when we the interviewed last, Joe? The last time you and I were remote was um, Joe and Beth, uh, your wife. Well, now wife. Back then, it was just Beth Schneider. I th- I think that she was our last one. Uh, no, she, I, I think, Joe was I, after. I Joe, Joe was after, wasn't she? No, I think Joe was before. I think Joe, it went Joe and then Beth. I don't know. We'll have to sure. Ask. I'm sure Joe knows. I'm sure Joe and Kimberly remember. But regardless, that was the last time we were. So I was in COVID, like lockdown in my room. Yeah, that was a year ago. So I was sick, and now we're remote again because I'm sick. So. Stop getting sick, bro. I need my coffee, buddy. I know. Which, speaking I, of, I did you get more coffee between episodes? I I did not. I did not. I got water. I'm drinking water. So, when I took my blood pressure again, and it was 150 over 93, I was like, oh. That's and that was just high. you so sitting, I, bro. That's just me sitting right now. And so, for, for our listeners, okay, yes, I'm a big guy, okay? I'm a little <laughs> chunky, all right? Always with but, the fat kid jokes. But typically, I'm right around that normal 120 over 80 mark. Okay, that's my normal. So for my blood pressure to be this high, it's it's a lot. <laughs> so are you just drinking water or are you drinking bubbly? I'm drinking AHA. And right now, I'm finishing off my strawberry cucumber and going to be jumping into the lime watermelon. Lime watermelon. That's a new flavor. No, that's the one I've been drinking all the time. Oh, that one. Okay, yeah, I've seen that one. The okay. strawberry cucumber is the new one to the podcast. Oh, I forgot to grab it, dude. I bought us something. Uh-oh. And I am terrified to try it. Oh, you know what? God damn it. I should have had Janiel bring up my sign, our sign, the RTC sign. Oh, the new LED it. sign? Yeah. Oh, that would be dope. We could have previewed ah, it. Next time. It. Next time. We'll preview it. But yeah. so I bought, well, actually, I mean, Beth asked, so Beth technically bought it. Um, they have LaCroix Cola Coffee now. Ugh. It's called something weird, but it's like Cola and Coffee and LaCroix, and they all had a baby. And well, you know how I felt about the Coke. That's what I'm saying. And I'm like, it, and Beth I, was like, don't you want to drink one of these tonight? I'm like, no, if I'm going to drink grossness, Fuller's drinking it with me. Well, you finished off both cans last time. Well, because I needed to drink something. I forgot my yeah, water, I saw, so I had I, something. I, I went to the water. <laughs> I do want to show you this, though. I, I know if, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. So I drink out of, This is my my office coffee mug, right? My South Bend cup because yep. I'm a South Bend guy. This cup right here, I know you can't really see it, but you see all those etches in the glass? Yeah, that's, that's the, the map of South Bend. That's the city of South Bend, yeah. Nice. That was my nice. Father's Day present from Beth. I got that, and I got a... Uh, vintage, like 19, probably in the 80s or 90s, like thick glass frosted mug Notre Dame. Nice. So I got so that I in the got, freezer. I've got a few of those too, like the big 32-ounce beer mug. Like oh, I wish duty. it was that big. This is only like maybe maybe 12. 12 yeah, so I'll have to break them off for you. They're the, they're the big boys. Like, but they're And they're nice to drink out of because they, they hold ice and they keep it cold long. So <laughs> that's now, what I Is that your root beer float cup? That is my, I don't care what's in it. It's usually what I drink when I watch Notre Dame, except for right now it's in storage. So, (laughs) 
You have to get your new cup before Saturday. Well, I guess tomorrow Saturday. You got to get your new cup before tomorrow. I am sporting my Notre Dame shorts on right now, though. Hey. My my Notre Dame basketball shorts. Um, I'm not. I'm just, I'm wearing a shirt. I'm just, I'm I'm just wearing a shirt. Just a shirt, no pants. Uh, I'm, I am wearing pants <laughs> I, I, and a belt. I am wearing pants. And I am wearing actual clothes. Oh, wow. actually, you're gonna laugh at this one. So yesterday, I had an actual in-person like proposal meeting for a website build. So I actually had to wear a collared shirt and my jeans and some nice shoes. I'm like, man, I had to get like. I mean, I get dressed every day now because I get kicked out of the house. I don't just work, you know, in my bedroom anymore. But I'm like, I actually got dressed up for work. First time I've gotten the quote unquote dressed up in in a while. That's crazy. Because other places I just wear a t shirt or hoodie or whatever. But oh, there's that crack. There's the crack of the can, dude. I realized something while we were while while you um, disappeared from us last episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. I I I think this is it's still in the recording. I'll have to go back and yeah, I think it's still in the recording. But we did not do questions in a box last episode. I know because typically I have them on my phone, but I'm using my phone as my camera right now. <laughs> oh, that's true. But six, I'm like, we have no review to read this episode. So well, let me, be- yeah, I'm going to pull it up real quick. So it's, uh, would you rather, here we go. It's loading right now. Okay. Uh, normal questions. Oh, here's a good question. You ready? All right, Fuller All right. and, and listeners, because listeners, you guys can enjoy the party too. Would you rather be blind with amazing musical ability or be deaf with amazing artistic ability that's rough man can i change it up a little bit no this is the question (laughs) can i do an option c it's similar but it's a little bit different okay so can i be deaf but see music in color like uh have you heard heard of some of these people like they're deaf but they see like they see music in color it's I've really never cool. heard of that. Look it up on YouTube, man. That's that's the superpower I want. <laughs> Dang. Honestly, though, I think I would rather be blind with amazing musical ability. But yeah, but at the too. same token, though, but it's like, you know, if if I'm blind, I can't see the kids. I can't see the my wife. I can't see the creation around me. But if I'm deaf, I can't hear them talk or laugh. You know, or enjoy music or podcasts. Right. Or, you know. Right? But okay. But check this out. Fifty nine percent of people would rather be deaf with amazing mm. artistic ability. So that's that's really interesting. Mm. Uh, oh, here's a good one. Would you rather be the CEO of a Fortune five hundred company or be the president of a prominent country? CEO. Yeah, me too. <laughs> they're they're both awful. Oh, here's less, the last one. Oh, less politics. Less politics. Well, speaking of politics, would you rather be the president or be a Pokemon trainer? Pokemon trainer. One hundred. Wow. Fifty eight percent said president. I I don't even like Pokemon, but I would rather not be the president. Really? Because the pre- the president's going to take a bunch of heat and a bunch of flack for everything. It's true. It it is true. Oh, an ad just popped up. An ad just popped hey, up. I was going to do one I more. Okay, would you... That's a terrible question. Um, oh, this, this is a good last one. You ready? Would you guys rather work for a boss that you hate, but you get, you make really good money, or would you rather work for a boss that you love, but make minimum wage? Well, I've kind of experienced both. I'm in the first one right now. <laughs> you you cut out. I what? My, I don't... I don't I, so I've been to both, so... I, Right now, I'm in a job where I make good money, but I don't necessarily like my bosses. But this is like you pure, I, pure hatred. Like, you hate your boss. Yeah, see, I'm, I guess I'd rather enjoy my – I'd rather enjoy my my work experience because, for me, my work affects my life. It's like true. Like, if I have a bad day at work, then I usually – even though I may not talk about it, I'll make carries over. I so. struggle with that one, though, man, because it's like – you got to pay the rent, you know? You do, but uh, money can't buy happiness. It's true. But guess this. Uh, 76% of people said they'd rather work for a boss they hate and make good money. 24% said they'd rather work for a great boss and make minimum wage. Yeah. So there you go. Well, dude, it's been 15 minutes since we pressed record. Should we get into this oh, conversation? We better get into it before I freeze again. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, and you get kicked out. Good. Well, set yeah. this one up, man. Like, what, what made you think of this episode? 
Well, it's been on our back burner queue for a long time, and I forget if it was, it might have been one of your original ideas, like when we were first brainstorming about different topics we'd want to hit on. I know it's an OG I, episode idea, that's for sure. Yeah, and so it's not necessarily, I think, what you were thinking when we were going to talk about social media, but maybe it is. I don't know we're going to jump into it, but I was just sitting back and, and thinking about how much uh, social media has affected our life. And just from everything that we do. And then Janelle goes, I said, Janelle, what would be a good podcast topic? And she goes, hey, how about like Christian and like Christians and how they use social media, like for good or for bad. And I'm like, that's kind of, I've been thinking about that. It's an OG episode that Mark thought about. Maybe it's a good one to hit on this week. Well, so. I feel like it's a relevant conversation too right now, you know? Well, I mean, we all use social media. I mean, they say on average it's uh, well. We'll get into this, the stats here. Yeah, in a it's like yeah. But I wanted to read a quick quote from uh, Relevant Magazine. Oh, I love Relevant. Yep. Um, and obviously, I put the link in the show notes uh, if people and listeners want to go and check out the whole article. But uh, Tim Arndt says, uh, "What you do and say on social media actually matters." While many Christians carry themselves with kindness and grace at church. Once they tap that social media app, they transform into some kind of snarling beast. Christians are called to be Christ's ambassadors. Therefore, we are ambassadors of Christ, making God, uh, God making his appeal, appeal through us. That's 2 Corinthians 5.20. But for some reason on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, many times it seems like Christ is completely absent from our minds. And that is well, so dang, that's a strong true. quote. But it's so true. I mean, in so many aspects of life, um, I see it. Uh, but let's before we dive into that, let's look at some stats, okay? Okay. Because I know you're a stat guy. I you love my stats. So I'm going to run through. Uh, this is uh, oberlo.com, and we'll have the link in the show notes if people want to look into it more. But it's uh, you need to know daily active social media users currently there are 3.78 billion social media users which equates to about 48 percent of the population of the world uh, facebook is the market leader uh, facebook remains the most widely used social media platform roughly two-thirds of u.s adults or 68 percent now report that they use facebook um, social media users by generation 18 to 29 year olds 84 percent of them use it 30 to 49, 81%. 50 to 64, 73%. And 65 and above is 45%. I want to know which millennial does not use social media. That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, people in the mountains are prison. I don't know. That's true. That um, is true. Time spent on average on social media per day is 2.5 hours on social networks and messaging. Uh, the power of social media marketing, 73% of marketers believe social media marketing has been somewhat effective or very effective for their businesses. And 54% of social browser browsers use social media to research project or product products. Well, no, no. Uh, 71, 71% of uh, consumers who have had a positive experience with social brand on social media are likely to recommend the brand to their family and friends. And it just goes on and on. Well, here's here's one. Instagram story usage. This is one you'll like, Mark. Yep. Daily active Instagram stories users increased from 150 million in January 2017 to 500 million daily active stories in January 2019. Yeah, and years. I want to see. I want to see what the stats are for Reels, Instagram Reels. Right. That's the stat I really want to see. But we don't right, have those exactly. stats yet. No, uh, and then the last one I'll do is 91% of all social media users access social channels via mobile devices. Likewise, almost 80% of total time spent on social media sites occur on mobile platforms. So most people are using their phones to access social media sites. Um, I just thought those were some pretty interesting uh, stats. There, well, there's it's a the lot fact that a lot of usage, yeah. It's a it's a part of our daily life. You know, if you if you went back to you know eighties and nine early nineties prior to social media, uh, cell phones and all this stuff, I mean, you never even heard of. I mean, you'd have to go to the library to to look up even a stats book, and usually by then it was outdated. <laughs> right, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, so it's just crazy how much information we have at our fingertips. But the most important thing is how are Christians using 
this information, this power, this influence, as we see all this influence over social media or social media has, how are we um, using it for good, using it for evil type of thing? Um, so just a quick rundown. Um, Mark, what do you think some of the pros of using social media are from a Christian's perspective? Uh, well, for me, it helps pay the bills. Right. Yeah, no, it, it does. <laughs> no, but, I mean, but but from a Christian perspective, I mean, this is a very pertinent one to you and I. I mean, this is one, this is how our small group used to communicate. We only communicated through Facebook Messenger. Right. And we did that for years. And then, you know, right. it lets us be able to be in touch with one another. So like during COVID, you know, people were posting things. We all were commenting. We were able to at least see what was going on in each other's lives. And yeah. so there's no denying that some version of even surface level connectivity is, is really positive. And I know for me personally, I follow a lot of Christian accounts and, right. and I remember a, a sermon that, that sway priest at that church on, um, I don't know, maybe a few years ago. And he goes, a lot of people get, they, they do, um, Instagram devos where they just scroll through Instagram, but it's like, that's a little vitamin. That ain't like a whole meal, you know? Right. Um, yeah. but I still, you know, I still follow desiring God and the gospel coalition <laughs> and, um, right. various churches and pastors and just Christian thought leaders. Um, and there's a lot of people that we interact with on our own Instagram um, right. who are creating these absolutely amazing social media posts that are both educational. Um, I call them mini sermons. Like some people do little mini sermons on Instagram where you can actually learn a right. theology and the gospel and how it all works. Um, so it also is able to be used as a, um, education platform as well. So there's, yeah. I think so many pros out there and it also helps to see like in a world where being a Christian is hard in all honesty, there's a lot of things that get made fun of. It's, right. it's cool to still see, okay, there's still a lot of people out there who do love Jesus and I'm not alone in all this mess. Right. You know, and so I would say those are the, probably the main few that pop into my head right away. Like, these are pros of social media for Christians. Okay. Yeah, I had seven that came. You had seven. You you had God's number. (laughs) Well, today, today when I was typing all my notes out, it was the day of seven because everything's got like seven bulletins to it. (laughs) Oh my goodness! We're gonna call this. We're gonna call this the God bless number episode. That's what this one is. God bless you, social media. (laughs) This is the perf. This is the episode of perfection. How about that? All right. (laughs) I, one, I said something very similar to what you said. Helps believers stay in contact with fellow believers through the week. That inc- uh, includes church family, friends, stuff like that. Uh, number two gives another thing that you mentioned. Gives Christians access to sermons, articles, blogs, preaching content through the week to help aid in learning of the Bible. Not solely take over, and that should be only a thing, but aid along with your daily reading, your daily prayers, and your getting together uh, as an assembly with believers. Uh, number three, it allows when you are able, unable to attend a service, a.k.a. this guy right here for the past two months, on a Sunday for whatever reason, an avenue to still be involved with the church via streaming. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. You, you know, for me, that's a huge thing because I've had to be in lockdown for the past. Well, I, well, I was sick. My kids were sick. We went on vacation, came back. My in-laws had COVID, so we were on lockdown for 10 days. And then we came to church one week and then I missed last week because I had my little stay in the hospital and I'll, I don't know if I'll be there this week. It all depends on how I feel between now and Sunday. Um, so it's, it's just a good way for me, people like me in my circumstance or other circumstances to be able to still be involved with their, their body of believers. Number four, it can allow for presence of the gospel through emails, PMs, comments, posts, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we do it a lot here on RTC. Uh, we post not only our, social aspects our, our our listening aspects or video aspects but uh mark you're really good about posting out um just little one-liners you're really good with that and uh, i've always been really impressed with your artwork so you my, my one line what, what do you mean my one-liners like well you, you get little like one-liner like quotes in your pictures like oh i got something. you like, yeah. yeah, your little one-liners. <laughs> I do a lot. Well, that, that's what I So a lot of it, I go, okay, what's... And, and this is just a little um, tidbit into my head. A lot of stuff that I create for Instagram and Facebook is meant for you guys to share in your stories so other right. people can see too. Right, so, yeah. yeah. So, but it's, it's a great avenue to be able to do that. And we here at RTC um, do it all the time. Yep. And, and for that reason. 
Uh, number five, it can help with organizing a church event or letting others know, a.k.a. like missions work, missionary work in your local city or town. Um, number six, helps those who are searching for a church have access to previous sermons, events involved with a specific church, and kind of gives a window into that specific church's life, you know, um, through sermons, uh, through statements of faith. You know, this is all website. It's a digital content. It's a, I know it's not like a Facebook, you know, typically when we say social media platforms, we think Facebook, Instagram, but it is another form of a platform is a website. Well, it's true. And, and that's how I actually help teach churches is, you know, your website, I say is your front door. Like, you know, right. it, people are gonna go to your website before they even walk into your church, but they yeah. want to look into the window to see what's going on. And yeah, that's the beautiful thing about Facebook. Right, exactly. And yep. this gives that window into those uh, specific things about a church when you're searching for a church. And number seven, it allows allows for encouragement and uplifting to take place amongst believers. How many times have we say, hey, I got a prayer request or, hey, I have an unspoken. Can you guys please pray for me? And people are like, I'm all over. I'm yep. all over. I'm all over. Um, and people maybe that you haven't even talked to in a couple of years see it, you know, and go, oh, yeah, we're all over it. You know, so it doesn't just keep you in contact with your close friends, but maybe friends that aren't so close. You know, for me. Um, every once in a while, I'll still hear from Sarah Nass, you know, oh, her yeah. and I will comment back and forth on our, on Facebook or Instagram. And, well, you know, we went to high school together. We were, you know, homeschooled, but we did the high school, you know, uh, drama activities together. And so it helps us stay in contact with me finding out what's going on with her and her husband and her kids. And, um, and that's how we got her on the show, you know? Right, exactly. And so it was just a fun way to, uh, to stay in contact with her. So, man, there's so many great aspects of social media. So many great aspects from a Christian's perspective. Now, flip side of the coin. Mark, what are some cons of social media from a Christian perspective? I don't know. I don't know if there are any, bro. Oh. <laughs> Guess no. what? I didn't do that. I didn't do six here. I did seven. You did seven. Goodness. <laughs> no, I mean, and, and I didn't look at, I, I tried very hard to not look at, at your notes because I didn't want to steal any of them. Um, I'm okay with that. But so, but the ones that first come to mind is the ones that I'm always nervous about is the fact of since everyone thinks they have a platform, everyone says whatever they want to say and it goes unchecked. That's, that's a yeah. big one. Um, there's a lot of pastors out there who have phenomenal platforms, but crappy theology that scares me a little bit. Yeah. Um, and you know, this Todd White, <coughs> Todd White. <laughs> get it. Um, but you know, but even like when we were, you know, in high school, maybe you college because you, 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 you an old kid. Um, but like for me, junior high and high school, you know, there was the whole thing about, you know, you could text someone or, you know, text a girl, text a dude, something that you would never say to their face, whether bullying or sexting or whatever. And it just right. get ramped up on social media and the comments. Like I'll be reading through comments and I'm like, if you would say this to someone's face, you get punched. Like yeah. now, obviously we can't read tone. We can't read what people are trying to communicate, but it's almost people have a unadulterated, unfiltered way of saying whatever the heck they want to say and no one can stop them. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that yeah, part definitely. frustrates me. And it's like, or like, like, you know, like I've seen church members, they'll share things to Soche's wall or they'll share things to my wall. And I'm like, yeah, no, we're that's no. <laughs> that's that's yeah. not right that's that's just not right um and so i i guess the biggest cons with that is is since people can say whatever they want to say they will say whatever they want to say which i do struggle with as americans we have freedom to say what we want to say but how do we say it and not give up our convictions and beliefs and if we have a strong opinion about stuff how do we say it without causing separation between people you know yeah, I mean, those are all fantastic. That's my points. list. Oh, of course I, they're fantastic. I said them, bro. I, I should have <laughs> called you and texted you before I wrote out my seven. <laughs> Why, are they the same? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, maybe some of them, but... Uh, Give it to me. All right, so, so seven. I put, uh, it can be an avenue for, uh, for us to be in the flesh while hiding behind the screen. Very similar. Ooh, I like wording that one. I like the wording of that one. But it's similar to what you said. It's, it's that boldness of you want to say it to their face, but you're behind a screen. So I'm going to cuss you out as a Christian. I would never do that because I'd be afraid of people seeing me do it. But behind the computer screen, I might send you a DM or a PM or a text or a sext or whatever. Exactly what you said that uh, is allowing me to be in the flesh while I'm behind the screen. Right. Um, it's kind of like 
being placed in a fighter jet and just going and blowing up every town rather than just actually just flying the plane to go transport it somewhere. That's true. That's you know? true. Oh, I have an extra con. I, I thought of another con. Go for it. It creates fake relationships. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Did, See, did, I, did you have I, that one? Did you have that one? No, no but I yeah, I got it. Got it. <laughs> All right. Keep so, going, bro. Right. Keep going. Number two is uh, it's a chance to be overly negative. How often have you seen the woes of this or that that normally <laughs> you wouldn't see when you talk to people? It's true. Right? And people are like, well, I'm just being real on social media. But are you? Because you're not that way in person. There's a difference between being real and being a real jerk. Oh, exactly. Exactly. You know? um, so number three, it's a chance to be self-elevating. Now, this was a tough one for me. So as I'm sitting here thinking it, and you know, I was reading different articles, listening to different podcasts about it. It's very true. It's so easy to get in the habit of look at me, look at me, look at me, look at all I've done, my accomplishments, and look what everything's going on. It's me, it's me, it's me, it's mine, it's mine, and, and elevating yourself. In um, a Christian's life, that can be that can be a con. You know, we're supposed to be humble. We're not supposed to have people look to us. We're supposed to point them to Christ. And so, right, um, and it creates that FOMO too, where it's like, oh, they have a perfect life. I need to have the perfect life, and that's right. not any way to live. Right, exactly. Um, so number four, it's a chance to hide behind lies. You know, am I lying about the life I'm actually living as I'm self-elevating? You know, am I saying, oh, look at me. I'm so great. I'm so superior to everybody else when really I'm not. My life's falling apart around me. It's, it's a lie. It's a facade. Uh, it's a chance to, you know, you could say, hey, uh, oh, man, you know, I was, I, yeah, I saw that game, too. You know, I saw this game, too, or I was here or I was there. How many times have we seen Photoshop um, on social media? <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, dude. A lot of crap. But not only that, but look at all the misinformation that floats around out on social media. You know, it's, it's just one of them avenues that um, people can hide behind lies. It's a con. Uh, one that uh, number five is the one that you mentioned being led astray by false teachings or teachers. Um, it's a very scary thing for a Christian. For me, especially, um, I've been led astray. Uh, my dad's been led astray prior to social media, but it's still something that's very prevalent. But it's today. so, qu- but it's it's so much quicker. Like you know, they talk about this with the porn <laughs> epidemic. It's like if you wanted to go get a Playboy, you had to go to a store, you had to buy it, you had to hide it. Versus right. now, it's like, hey, give me like two <laughs> clicks, you know. And it's just yeah. like, yeah, it's a whole different world, man. Right, exactly. Uh, uh, it's, it's scary. Um, so that leads into number six. Uh, you know, a chance to look at things that are not pleasing to God. So this could be pornography. This could be your sexting. This could just be oogling and ogling over a guy or gal. Oogling and ogling. Yeah, you like that? I threw that's, that in there just for that's you. An old, that's an old phrase. Okay, o- I see oogling, you. Oogling and ogling. Oogling and ogling. <laughs> You know who I heard that from, right? I just watched uh, an old, the very first pilot episode of Suits last night. Oh, uh, I re- I restarted watching that. So Meghan Markle, you know, Princess Meghan, yep. s- says uh, ogling. ogling. You're ogling over me. And I I'm will like, say, yeah, I enjoyed that show until like season uh, like two and a half or three, and I'm like, everyone's just sleeping with everybody, and this is yeah, getting this is getting weird. I, it, really, I just like you know? the first season. Yeah, the <laughs> first like season's first good. Season. The first it's season's fun. really good. Yo, keep going, bro. But yeah, so it's it's one of those avenues that you can, um, you know, be sending sexting pictures to your boyfriend or girlfriend or your fiance or, uh, or just some stranger, you wacko weirdo. Right. But, or uh, or <laughs> as you're just scrolling Insta or you're scrolling through Facebook, all of a sudden it's like, oh snap! Like I like I that picture. You, I can't tell you how many times I've been scrolling through Insta and they have those uh, those. People that do those, what is it, my, my fan page or whatever the heck it's called. OnlyFans? Yeah. Why does it pop up on my feed? I don't know. I don't use TikTok all that often. But it pulls up, not, not my Instagram, my TikTok. Oh, you yeah. know, it'll just, and I, so I scroll past it real quick because I don't even want to be tempted by it. You know? But it's a struggle it's when it's always thrown in your face, you know? Yeah, right. So, uh, and then number seven, uh, it's an avenue to allow Christians to spend more time away from God and his people. Oh, dang. You ain't talking about so, me, are you? Oh, dang. No, not you. I would never. Maybe me, <laughs> but not you. <laughs> yeah, don't look at but my screen it is, time. It's a, it's, a, it's a time where, I, and I find myself, you know, I'd be with my family and, you know, being on Facebook or Insta or, you know, Twitter or whatever it would be, YouTube, TikTok, uh, rather than being present with my family. How many times have I been in a, uh, 
you know, a gathering of believers. And I'm like, oh, let me just check my, somebody sent me a message on Messenger. Let me just check real fast. And <clears throat> Mark, <laughs> but it is. It's I, a, I, I don't know who you talking to, but it ain't me. <laughs> I said me, <laughs> but when you started squirming, I had to call you yep. then too. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's, it's one of those um, things that sometimes if we're not careful with it, it can, and I'm not saying it's always a kind. Again, that's why I wanted to start with the but pros. But it can be. Oh, I wanted to start with the pros of social media before the cons. <laughs> um, because I think there is a right and a wrong way to use social media. I don't think social media is all bad. And I, I know you don't think it is. So um, there's a lot of good uses for social media. It's how we use social media. It's just like there's a good way to watch TV. It's just how. Are, mm-hmm. What are we watching on TV? It's the same. Uh, it's good to work out, but how much time? Are we? It's it's a balance of everything. You know, yep. anything we do in life, there's there's a balance. Work and family, that's a balance. Uh, church and family, that's a balance. You know, there's all these balancing acts that we're constantly have to do, especially as Christians. Um, that the social media is another aspect of. All right, now we see some pros. Now we see some cons. Mark. I'm going to let you finish up from here and talk. So what does that mean for believers and how do we use social media? You know, I think this is where I struggle the most because, you know, Instagram and Facebook and so many other social media platforms are just the highlight reels. It feels like, and, um, but the trend that I have seen happen lately is the, um, like, like the post where people are talking about how hard it is or, you know, the, the, the cry or the grief. And I look at that and I, I actually asked Beth the other day, I'm like, are these posts helpful? Like, I, I don't understand it. Like I, I'm honestly not a big poster. If I post something on Facebook, it's because for RTC or it's for, you know, my work. Business. It's yeah, either, right. it's either a Mark Hyde creative post or it's an RTC post. Like that's, that's basically it. Or the, a picture of the cute kids. Like just, I was saying, or it's a repost from Beth. <laughs> exactly. Or today when I like, I went downstairs and I couldn't find Lucy because she was laying underneath one of the kitchen chairs watching uh, a video on her iPad. Like, oh, you know, great. like it was just hilarious. Um, right. And, but I'm trying to remember what my train of thought was. Oh, but you know, but since it's such a highlight reel, I feel like it causes us Christians to respond in one of two ways. Either a have FOMO of like, Oh, my life isn't as good as theirs. You know, I wish I had that. And and that's, you know, going back to even a 10 commandment of don't covet your neighbor's stuff or don't cover right. your neighbor's life. You know, um, we're all called to be stewards. Someone might have 10 talents. One person might only have one or, you know, let's just say a billion dollars. One person might only have $10. Like we're supposed to be good stewards of what we have rather than so focused on what's out there. Um, and then also on the flip side, though, I see other people using it as a, well, this is just going to be me. I am unashamedly, unapologetically, and then you just name the list. And then for some reason, that gives people the excuse to say whatever the heck they want to say. Right. And this is a struggle that I think that most other places or time frames in the world didn't have to deal with because you spoke out against the emperor. Your head was chopped off. You spoke out <laughs> against the government. You were done. Like there was no conversation, you know? And, and I'm not saying Christians should or shouldn't, but the a question that I actually struggle with is we have the freedom of speech, so we can say things, we can disagree with it, and we're in a culture right now where if you say anything against mainstream thought, you're obviously, a, it's a hate crime, um, and that obviously, A, doesn't give you a good standing in the in the community, but then also as a some people who are unbelievers, people are just like, oh, those Christians just, you know, they just, they're they're anti-love because they don't do this. They're anti-this. They're anti-that. And it's like, no, this is just the common beliefs that we have, and we're sharing stuff about it. Um, and I think that's the thing that I've seen the most with Christians on social media is it either becomes a, here's the highlight reel, or um, I call it Facebook journals, where it's like, you know, like when you write down your journals, what was me? You know, obviously people are like screw this or f that, and it's like I don't even know your business between what's going on in your family. Like keep your business in your business. We don't need to see it on Facebook, and right. and so I I guess I just see Christians specifically the ones that that I tend to to see or follow unapologetically state whatever they want to believe, and they don't really give a crap what you think about it because they have the freedom to do that, um, right. freedom as an American to do that. Yeah. Um, right. 
And, or I see the flip side where it's the fact of people only post highlight reels. And, and I guess I struggle with it in some, some regards because it's like, you know, you can't be sitting there posting all the time. It's like, oh, you know, here's my Bible like lesson that I'm learning 24 seven, or you can't be posting this. So I, I, I struggle with the, what's the proper way, way to use it. Um, and I know I'm kind of just randomly in, in processing out loud and I'm trying to remember the exact question that you asked me. Um, That's right. Of what the Christian I, I asked, uh, to it. How do you think that? How do you think believers should utilize social media mm, gotcha. today? So here's here's what I would say to, to directly answer the question: Christians should use social media a to connect with one another to not lose connection because that's what social media is about, um, and use it as a way to stay engaged in people's lives to bring that into the real world. You know, like this is something that I think uh, uh, I'll just say it that Pastor Scott and Laura do really well with. They'll yeah. see something on Facebook, and if they need to call or text you just to check in, just to see what's going on, they'll ask you about it to your friends. Like, hey, I saw this online. How you doing? You doing okay? Let's let's talk about this. Because right. that's the way it's supposed to be. Or, you know, you can have shared common experiences. Um, I think another thing that us Christians can do is use our content and use our platform to share things that are wholesome, that are edifying, that are uplifting, that, that can encourage and grow one another, because that's the point of it, you know? Um, and then honestly, the other one that I see, and this is what I use it a lot for is I'm actually connected with a lot of unsafe people as well that are friends of mine. So it lets me again, going back to the beginning of, it lets me see what's going on in their lives. So I can step in and speak into that when, when I actually see them, that's, that's one of the big things that I do with it. What you got, homie? Well, you know, I, I want to speak to how Christians and believers should use social media, but not from like, like aside from business, right? Okay. For me, I think business is always, social media is always good for a business. Like for you, that's how your business thrives. That's how a lot of business. That's how, yeah, that's how I get more clients. Yeah. So this, this is, when I say, how should we use it? I'm not saying, I don't want people coming back and being like, well, what about for businesses? What about for, that's not what, that's the whole. No, this is just Christians interacting. Christians, how, how we should interact as Christians on Facebook. So these are kind of my seven do's and don'ts. And there's many more, but these are my seven. Um, I think you should, one, use it for encouraging and uplifting one another. First Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up as you are already doing. This is Paul speaking to the church in Thessalonica. I can't ever say it. Whatever. Well, Thessalonica. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's my sixth word. You know what I mean? <laughs> sixth, yep, my sixth. Yep, yep, I got you. <laughs> uh, number two, uh, we should always try to uh, be honest and truthful. Proverbs twelve seventeen says, "Whoever who's whoever speaks the truth declares what is right, but a false witness speaks deceit." So again, being honest and truthful. Uh, number three, I think being kind with your words. Uh, following up that one about truth and honesty, Proverbs twelve eighteen says, "There is one who speaks rashly, like a piercing sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing." We see this riddled throughout out scripture about how. Um, using your words and bridling your tongue and encouraging and uplifting and speaking kindness and speaking truth and speaking love. And it's just, it's so true. And I really like what Proverbs twelve eighteen says, which says uh, the tongue of the wise brings healing, right? The, the, the one who's uh, speaks rash, rashly uh, is like a piercing sword. I mean, so it's like I'm chopping the head off, stabbing somebody, killing them. Whereas if I'm wise <laughs> with my words, I'm bringing healing into their lives. Uh, number four, don't post about taking a social media fast. <laughs> I didn't this even think one, about that one. <laughs> this one drives me nuts. And oh, you know I mean. man. I'm talking about, well, you know, I'm just going to take a break from social media. I'm going to take a break from Facebook. I'm See gonna you take guys a break later. It's for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> to me, this is, this is how I equate it, right? I equate it to Matthew 6, 16 through 18. Whenever you fast, don't be gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces. So the fasting is obvious to the people telling, or truly I tell you, they have their reward. But when you fast, put on the oil on your head and wash your face so that your fasting isn't obvious to others, but to the Father who is in secret, and the Father who is in secret will reward you. So if you're going to truly take a fast from social media, just keep it to yourself. Like to me, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is somebody like, Hey, look yeah, at me. Is, yeah, look again, Zach, look at me. I'm taking a break. And I know that there's one person in my mind, I'm not going to say their name, but 
this person used to do it all the time. They'd get like all mad and upset because people weren't agreeing with them. And they'd be like, I got to take a break from Facebook because it's so negative. I got to take a break from Instagram. Just bounce. You know, it, just bounce, bro. It's like, why do you need to say just, yeah, if you're going to leave, leave. <laughs> like, I don't need the big grand extra time leaving. You know, this, this isn't a Shakespeare play. You know, <laughs> if, if you're truly going to take a break or a fast from social media, just go. Just like, be quiet and go. And if somebody reaches out and asks, explain it to them. But you don't got to announce it to the world. Um, number five, don't be a spiritual bragger. This is another thing that drives me nuts. And it's something that's very uh, prominent in the Christian circles of the, man, the Lord was just really speaking to me today and blasting out on, on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever you want to use. Uh, it, to me, it's, it's, again, look at me. Look what the Lord is giving to me. It's the point. It's self-elevating. Uh, it's a Matthew 6, 5. Whenever you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites because they love to pray standing in the synagogues and the street corners to be seen by people. Truly, I tell you, they have the reward. And those people that stand on their soapbox saying, thus saith the Lord, or the Lord spoke this to me, or this is what the Lord doing in my life, it's social media is just not the place for it. It's not, you know, that that's one thing. If you want to share it with your friends and family, your tribe, your church that's, family. That's, that, 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 I mean, can, if you don't mind me pushing back a little bit on this one, though, go for it. Go for you it. Know, I'm not saying be a spiritual bragger, but you know, I follow some people that talk about struggles that are going on in their lives and, and how God's working through it with them. And that's kind of part of their platform. And I see that encouraging so many other people and other followers. So where's the balance between, you know, look at me and all the work I'm doing for the kingdom versus, and and I also wrestle with, should churches be posting when they do events for their community? Like, oh, look what the good we're doing for people. I, I wrestle with that one. But then the helpful side, you know? So I think po posting, like churches posting events and stuff, I don't think that's a look at me. That's an invite. That's an invitation. No, I'm talking about afterwards. Like, hey, we, just, oh. we, we gave out 100 backpacks. Look what we did. Yeah, I'm not for it. I, I, to me, that's just a look what we did. Yeah. Exactly what you said. Hey, we gave out a hand or backpacks. Look what we did. But it's also hard because the community is also like, oh, okay, they actually are doing something for us. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but how much of the community is actually going to look at that? Typically, it's not. Typically, it's the Christian community of the church side. Oh, yeah, look, our church gave 100 backpacks. Look what we did. And that's not what it's supposed to be about. You're supposed to give your gifts in secret, right? That's what we're supposed to do. And likewise... When, when we stand up and say, hey, look at what God is doing in my life, it's different if you've got like, a, hey, here, here's the nine spiritual things that God has brought me through that have taught me a lesson and you're teaching a lesson. And there's another one I was just saying, look at me. You know, there, there's a difference between those two platforms. And I think it's a fine line. You got to skirt that line real hard, you know? I, th I think you have to be careful, but there's a lot of the stuff you have to be careful with. Um, you know, uh, I think that... Uh, you know, the, when we talked about self-elevating, how many times, I mean, that's basically the whole purpose of social media is to, hey, I, look what's going on right now. Or, hey, right. Look at this. And so, that, again, it's a very fine line that you have to, to balance there. Uh, and I think there is a line that gets crossed a lot because of the look at me attitude. And uh, check yourself before you wreck yourself. I like it. <laughs> you know, I like you know it. I mean? So, uh, number six, uh, don't get into pointless arguments. This is a this is a big one, and there's so many scriptures on it. But I liked, I, I in honor of your actual first name, I had to pick Second Aww, Timothy. Thank you. <laughs> Second Timothy two twenty three through twenty five. But reject foolish and ignorant disputes, because you know that they breed quarrels. Tell me that ain't social media, Facebook? It's true, Espe especially nowadays. Uh, the Lord's servants must not quarrel, but must be gentle to everyone, able to teach, and be patient. Instructing his opponents with gentleness, perhaps God will grant them repentance, leading them to knowledge of the truth. That's what we're supposed to be. Doing. And you can't be doing that on a Facebook chat. You can't be. I mean, right. I, I mean, in a chat maybe, but you can't be doing that on Facebook comment sections. Like, heck no. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I look at. Oh, bro. Like, so I, I belong to the chosen fan fan club page, right? Okay. And the whole ar pointless arguments going back and forth of. Um, between, you know, the Catholics saying there's Protestant bashers and Protestants saying there's Catholic bashers and back and forth. And uh, it's pointless. 
right? That's not even what it's about. You guys have missed the point. All you guys are doing is attacking each other and quarreling amongst each other. You guys have totally missed you Second missed Timothy the two. point, totally. right? <laughs> like that wasn't what the whole purpose was. That's what not we should be doing. But it's even beyond that. You know, we, we talked about a little bit um, a couple of weeks ago with the uh, what's going on in our world and, you know, getting into these debates and truth and uh, when should we speak truth and when should we just like hold back and just let the fool be the fool. You know, but when should we correct the fool? And we, and we, and there, again, there's a fine line between that. What is it? Um, but I think if you're getting into a point of it's just become an argument, and you can, there's a point where you can kind of tell, hey, this person, no matter what I say, no matter what truth I bring, is going to change their point of view. Now yep. you're in a pointless argument, especially a, when it's keyboard warrior versus keyboard warrior. You know, right. Right. And that's why I love that. Uh, I love that podcast, Unbelievable, with the question mark with Justin yeah, Riley, because right. it it puts two people together that have opposed opposing views, whether Christian atheist or not. And it's right. like we're going to have a conversation. We're going to have a discussion. This is not a debate. This is right. a con now debate happens, but it's a civil conversation because, Correct. you know, it talks about it like instructing his opponent opponent with gentleness, perhaps. It doesn't say perhaps you'll convince them, but it says perhaps God will grant them repentance. Right, exactly. So uh, it's it's one thing to really uh, strive for is just to be aware, you know, uh, very often how many times have you and I, you know, we've gotten a comment on the uh, RTC uh, Facebook or something, <laughs> and it's like a no this, and it's like, okay, but this is where we're coming from, and they're like, no this, and it's like, okay. This is not going anywhere. We're trying to give you why we believe what we believe, and you're just saying and you're slapping the same it back, thing. right? Well, you're just repeating the same thing over and over again, just wording it differently. That just tells me right there that you are not really here to have a conversation. You're trying to push your point of view down, whether it's right or wrong. Mm -hmm. And uh, at that point, it's just a it's a fruitless it's a fruitless conversation that's not going to go anywhere uh, because there is no listening. That's the big thing. If they're not listening, or you're not listening, you're just look, thinking of the next comeback. It, you, it's fruitful. it's fruitless, and it's a pointless argument. So, uh, did you hear that, or was that just me? Maybe it was just me. I heard so what was <laughs> sorry, it? My, my phone went off. Oh, I, I heard a little I, dunk. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry about that. No, um, you good? So, anyways, uh, number seven, my my final point. I know I've been kind of dragging on a little bit, but uh, this is a big one. We say on. RTC all the time. Remember when you're on social media that you are an ambassador for Christ. You are an ambassador. You are representative. You call yourself Christian. If you're known as a Christian, uh, you're an ambassador. If you are a Christian, you're not known as a Christian. You better check yourself because mm -hmm. you, everybody should probably know at least that you're a Christian and that you serve God. Not whether you go around preaching and teaching. That's a whole different thing. Not everybody's gifted to do that. But right. Yep. But if, if they can't if they can't tell you the difference between you and somebody who's not saved, there's a problem. Um, so again, I, I said it at the beginning, and I want to kind of tie it off here, and then we'll kind of. Um, I got one more thing that I want to talk about real fast, and then we'll kind of land the plane. Um, but Second Corinthians five twenty, we read it in the beginning of the podcast. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, certain that God is appealing through us. We plead on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Also, my very favorite verse you know, Matthew five sixteen. Yep. Uh, in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good works and give glory to your father and heaven, not glory to you, but to glory to your father. Um, these are two pivotal um, and very important um, scriptures that constantly remind us that, Hey, the world is looking at us and we are image bearers of Christ. When yep. we call ourselves a Christian, we bear the image of Christ and do you want to help somebody draw closer to God, or are you going to be the one that helps them stumble away from God? Yeah, and let me add a verse to it real quick, if you don't mind. Galatians 5.13. We I've talked about this one quite a bit, and I, I hinted at it earlier. Uh, this is the CSB's translation version. It says, For you are called to be free, brothers and sisters. Only don't use this freedom as an opportunity for your own flesh, but serve one another through love. And there's many more scriptures that uh, talk about this type of thing, so... Thank you, Mark. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. You're so sweet. Um, so the last thing I want to do, I just want to read. I just want to read 21 essential proverbs for Christians on social media. This comes from communicatejesus.com, and I'm just going to read the headlines. I'm not going to read the scriptures they have behind it. 
I highly recommend you go to our show notes and check out this article. It gives all the scriptures with it. Um, but I thought it was a very decent article. It wasn't a whole lot of thought. It was just a, hey, here's a here's a headline. Here's a scripture. Back it up. Here's a headline. Here's a scripture. Um, so pursue diligence. Flee distraction. Seal your lips. Think before you blurt. Check your motives. Let it go. Let it go. Don't walk with fools. Don't talk with fools. Gentle, gently does it. No one likes a show off. Don't publicize your foolishness. I love that last one because how often in my younger days and the height of social media coming alive, you know, Facebook users Don't since 2007. Don't publicize your foolishness. Facebook users since 2007 over here, you know, when it was starting to yep, really get too. popular. Uh, I used to post all sorts of my foolishness all over the internet <laughs> all the time. I I was I am guilty and I was guilty of posting and po- that's why I don't post much anymore other than stuff for pretty much RTC. Yep. Uh, and the chosen. I, I used yeah right and the chosen because I posted so much foolishness in my early on in my life and early on in social media platforms that I've done enough for a lifetime so I don't have to do it no more. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You're good. Let other I'm people do for, it. I'm good now. So I like that I though. Don't let you don't publicize your foolishness. Yeah, I like that, man. Yeah, I yeah, feel like that's so, just a word. Like, that's a sentence we need to live by, bro. Just right, don't publish. Yeah. Like you, you already are an idiot. Just don't publicize it. I like the <laughs> don't listen to fools. Don't talk to fools. <laughs> it's true, but that's the hard question, though. Where it's like right. the proverb says, "Answer a fool, lest they be wise in their own eyes." But then don't answer a fool, lest you become a fool like them. So it's like, right. yeah. And again, I think. I think it all comes back to motives. Mm. And that's why I liked in that, in that little 21 Proverbs thing from communicate Jesus. It was like, check your motives. It's like, that's a very good reminder. Check your motives. Why are you, why do you feel the need to post this back? Is it because you want to be right? Is it because you want a brain flex on them? Is it because you want a Jesus flex on them? What's, what's the purpose of this? Is it truly teaching? Do you truly think it'll help? It's all that checking of the motives before I hit click send. Type it out. Just don't hit send until you check your books. <laughs> I've done that. How many times have you typed something up and went, nah, that ain't good. Delete. So what I do. Oh, man. Uh, what When I'm angry typing. Have you ever angry typed? Oh, yeah. 100%. So I, ang- I angry type and I set my phone or my, I get away from my computer. I set it down and I walk away. I go take a little walk, get a cup of water or drink coffee, pray a little bit. And I come back and I reread it. And you, nine times out of ten, I delete it. <laughs> yep. It's true. So, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's all I got, man. Do you have any No, dude, that, that wrapped it up super well. I think it's just the fact that people are watching. What are they seeing? I think that's that's a good, good, good truth to live by. I like right, it, my yeah. friend. All well, right, dude, buddy. ready for some fun facts? Let's do it, bro. Time for Fun Facts with February. <laughs> that laugh bro every time oh, every time it. even if nobody else likes it we like it <laughs> well no we had one review and they said they love how we cap off the episode with a fun fact so we that's doing true. something that's right true. bro that's true but we are uh, doing yeah, something yeah, right so one fun fact is we haven't froze yet on our video feed uh, we glitched a, a couple times but not too bad not too bad well, we we buffered, but we haven't had the hard stop. Like yeah, we haven't had the stop, week. and then I have to stall for a minute to go, what on earth just happened here? I don't right. know what's it, going on. And texting me and calling me and just not coming through. Or but not we made it. So far. Yeah. So far we made it. We made so, it the so important I, stuff. We better, we better wrap it up quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listeners and Mark, did you know roller coasters were invented to distract Americans from sin? You did this one already. Did I? Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. No, uh huh. I, I don't think so. I you you say it. I'm gonna Google it, but because right. I know this one. In the 1880s, hosiery businessman Lamarcus Thompson hated the Americans that Americans were tempted by hedonistic places like saloons and brothels. So he set out to straighten up one of the most immoral places he could think of, Coney Island in New York. There, he built America's first roller coaster to give New Yorkers some good, clean fun away from their senior pastimes. I am 99.9% sure I've never done that one. You did it in the Enneagram I, episode. And the what one? In the Enneagram no, one? No. Uh-huh. Back and look. No. I, I pulled it up in Evernote. I'm going to look. 
Which episode was that? Uh, I'm that looking up the number right now. Okay, I'm at real. Uh, just for the advertisement's sake, I'm gonna have a. I have some music over me while I do this. I am at realtalkrisenpodcast.com. I click listen. I click view all episodes, and bam, there's every single episode we ever have done. Any uh, oops, that's that's the wrong search feature. By the way, you were right. We did episode twenty six, homie. Episode twenty six. Love Dang languages. Meyer Briggs and the Enneagram. Wabam. <laughs> well, okay. Last time, well, wow. they, we we recently had a fun fact about Paraguay, and we 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 forgot which episode that was. We're still waiting for a listener to tell us just where that fun fact was that that we talked well, about with Paraguay. I don't see it in our Enneagram notes. At the very bottom, personality tests. Uh, yeah, that one for Enneagram was Sean Connery wore a toupee in all of his James Bond movies. Uh, on January 1st, 2020 notes. No, no, I'm looking at Enneagram 2720. I don't know, dude, but I got it here from 2020. Okay. I see. I got, dang it. I did do it. <laughs> Man, I'm getting bad. I'm starting to run out of fun facts. Fuller's running out of content guys, but Hey, he may be running out of content for fun facts before, but we ain't running out of content for real talk Christian podcast anytime soon. Cause we got That's a lot true. more fun stuff to cover my dude but hey we have so many new listeners let's be honest they needed a refresh nobody else would have remembered it but you besides me and my really obnoxious brain that remembers things that it doesn't need to remember but then it can't remember things it's supposed to remember oh goodness man in all fairness that was like a year and nine months ago so i mean (laughs) that's unreal oh goodness guys we were so glad you guys joined us for another episode of real talk christian podcast just like always just like where I was at, realtalkchristianpodcast.com. You can find all the episodes there. Hey, maybe you're trying to figure out, hey, I need some help with the basis of Christianity or maybe Christian walk or or maybe even just about the church in general. We categorize all of our episodes. Hit the homepage. We help you the Christian face. Click on one of those little buttons and the relative, relevant episodes for the topic you want are all listed right there. Hit us up at Facebook and Instagram, realtalkchristianpodcast.com, realtalkchristianpodcast at gmail.com is the email. The phone number is what, 574-400-5352? Yes, sir. Did I get it? Oh, goodness, dude. Well, hey, we are at the end of the music, so I guess we got to end the episode, huh? Yep. I love I it, man. So. Well, hey, I'll start the music over because it's just so pretty, but... <laughs> But anywho, <laughs> Fuller, it's always a pleasure to hang out with you, my friend. You too, buddy. And don't forget to check out csbible.com for the uh, sponsored, you know, Lifeway and the CS Study Bible that we used on the episode today. Every scripture that was read was uh, from the CSB. Uh, so if you enjoyed the reading of that, go check it out at uh, csbible.com. csbible.com. Fuller, I love you, homie. It was good enough to have buddy. another episode, man. But until next time, take it easy. <laughs>